You're listening to Comedy Central. June 7, 2018. From Comedy Central's World News Headquarters in New York, this is The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Ears Edition. Tonight's guest from the Netflix series Seven Seconds, Regina King is here, everybody! Man, we're gonna have some fun. But first, let's get straight into it. Let's catch up on the headlines. Remember how when uh, Donald Trump uninvited the Philadelphia Eagles from the White House earlier this week? He said it was because the NFL players shouldn't kneel during the anthem. And then he went on to say they also shouldn't stay in the locker room. Well, Eagles safety, uh, Malcolm Jenkins, He's uh, struck on a new form of protest, and damn if it wasn't effective. Philadelphia Eagles safety Malcolm Jenkins refused to answer questions about President Trump uninviting the Super Bowl champs to the White House this week, but he said he wanted to set the record straight as to why some NFL players have been taking a knee. Are you surprised, or, you know, this is, you guys are kind of embroiled in this uh, controversy with the White oh, House? That phone? Yeah, please hold the phone. Are you not going to say anything today, or just going to use these posters? Did you hold it up again? We couldn't see it. What are you listening to? I loved every single moment of this because he's basically doing love actually, but for justice. <laughs> yeah. You realize for black people, racial equality is our Kira Knightley. It's love black truly. That's what it is. You can feel it. And the best part is Jenkins has found a way to protest where President Trump will never come after him, right? He's done it in a way that never, Trump will never come after him because we all know Trump doesn't read. <laughs> When Trump sees words, his brain just slides right over them. He's gonna see the players on the field with the signs and he'll be like, look at them, all standing for the anthem, finally, holding their beautiful white flags. They surrender. They all surrender. We've won. All right, let's move on to our main story. Since Trump took office, there's been no shortage of financial scandals coming out of this cabinet, right? Uh, There was Housing Secretary Ben Carson, who used taxpayer money to buy a $31,000 dining set. Treasury Secretary uh, Steve Mnuchin wasted almost a million dollars on travel expenses. And of course, Attorney General Jeff Sessions, who spent $3 million on an experimental body stretching operation. (laughs) Worth every penny, if you ask me. I think he looks great. But nobody in Washington has been as consistently caught up in scandal as EPA chief Scott Pruitt. And surprisingly, his scandals haven't come from him working to destroy the environment. No, no, no. They've come from his little side hustles, right? And normally when you find out about corruption in DC, it's the kind of corruption that makes you mad. You know, millions in bribes. But with every new Pruitt revelation, every time you find out, you just go, wait, what? (laughs) 
This morning, the controversies keep coming for EPA Chief Scott Pruitt. Emails show that Pruitt had one of his aides reach out to Chick-fil-A. Scott Pruitt apparently tried to use his position as head of the Environmental Protection Agency to get his wife a franchise with Chick-fil-A. As astonishing as that sounds, even more astonishing, it's all in writing in government emails. You know, I'll, I'll be honest, this is not the fast food scandal I saw coming out of the White House. I, yeah, if anything, I thought it would be Trump getting in trouble for pardoning the Hamburglar. That's what I thought it would be. And yes, in case you didn't know, the Hamburglar is in prison and not for stealing burgers, he was trafficking fentanyl. Horrible story. <laughs> but, but just think about this for a second. You're the head of a major government agency with influence over some of the biggest corporations in the world and you decide to abuse your position to get your wife a chicken store. <laughs> My man, focus. You have all that power. You gotta think bigger. It's like, it's like he's Thanos and he's using the infinity gauntlet to cut the line at Disney World. <laughs> it's just like, too many people. <laughs> all right, Space Mountain. <laughs> and honestly, like, the only thing weirder than Pruitt trying to, describe, trying to score his wife at Chick-fil-A was his explanation for it. Look, my wife is, is an entrepreneur herself. Uh, I love, she loves, we love, we, uh, Chick-fil-A is a, is a franchise of faith and, and it's one of the best in the country. And so uh, that's something we were very excited about. So, and we need more of them in Tulsa, we need more of them across the country. So anyway, it's, uh, it's an exciting time. What? <laughs> it's an exciting time. What's, what's an exciting time? He's so busted in that moment that he couldn't come up with the right emotion. He, he sounds like a guy caught red-handed at a murder scene. Well, um, the body, the body, I, I came in and he, he tried to grab me and his, his head, and anyway, it's an exciting time, officer. <laughs> <laughs> and it really is an exciting time for Pruitt because he's finding little grifts all over Washington. New trouble for EPA Administrator Scott Pruitt. Politico reports he loved eating at the White House so much he's been asked to eat there less often. Pruitt was frequenting the White House mess, an exclusive restaurant run by the Navy, with excellent food, by the way, at bargain prices. Oh, yeah, you heard that right. <laughs> Scott Pruitt was eating so many discounted meals at the White House, they had to ask him to please stop coming. <laughs> like, I've heard of the government curbing handouts, but not for one guy. Cheap can you be? Scott Pruitt's so cheap, he's probably at Starbucks like, so what you do is you bring an empty thermos, you, you fill it up with some of that 2% milk they got sitting out there, and boom, free milk. Yeah, yeah, what do you say? Like the man can't help himself. Remember, remember that time uh, when George Bush was in Iraq and a guy threw a shoe at him, right? If that were Pruitt, he probably would have caught the shoe and be like, yes! <laughs> One more invasion and I'll have a pair! <laughs> like I'm telling you, once you begin to understand this guy's mindset, all his other weird scandals start to make more sense. Like earlier this week, we found out that Pruitt used EPA officials to buy him a used mattress from Trump's hotel. <laughs> and it's a weird story. And at first, we thought that maybe he was trying to suck up to Trump, right? But it turns out he was just trying to score a hotel mattress for cheap. <laughs> in his mind, he was just like, it's cheaper than buying it new and they throw in the bed bugs for free. <laughs> And, and in, the ju in addition, just today, just today, we found out that Pruitt, and this is a true story, Pruitt sent his security detail to go and get him mo moisturizing lotion from a Ritz-Carlton hotel. Yeah, he basically, he basically asked his taxpayer-funded security to protect him from ashy ankles. That's what he did. <laughs> so now, 
So now this guy has got his guards running around town trying to snag him some fancy moisturizer like it's Lotion's 8 or some shit like that. <laughs> and you're like, how is this real life? And, and there, there, there are actually signs that Republicans in Congress, who are, of course, the only people who matter in Congress, are also starting to get tired of Pruitt's endless claims, right? And he scams. Because when you combine these small grifts with all the other things that he's done, it's a pretty impressive list. The White House is awaiting an ethics review on Pruitt that could lead to his removal. The list of probes or investigations into Pruitt is a long one, from leasing a D.C. condo from a lobbyist's wife below cost to spending tax dollars on first-class travel and weekend trips home, handing out jobs and pay raises to political aides, holding questionable meetings with companies seeking EPA favors. Thirteen separate probes now underway involving Pruitt, I've never seen a political scandal that looks like a Star Wars opening. <laughs> Look at that list. Like, that list of investigations is longer than a CVS receipt. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, and by the way, Scott Pruitt, if you save those receipts, you can tape them together and you hang it up and it's like a free curtain. Yeah, you can do it. <laughs> you know, honestly, what's funniest to me about this entire thing is that if Pruitt does get fired, it won't be because he's an EPA chief who's destroying the environment. It'll be because he got caught up in some embarrassing scandal, like stuffing his pockets with White House toilet paper. <laughs> but, I mean, you know what? At least he'll go down doing what he loves. <laughs> so, to Scott Pruitt, I say this. Scott Pruitt, my friend. <laughs> cheers. And may you grift until the last possible second. <laughs> mm. We'll be right back. My guest tonight is a two-time Emmy Award-winning actor, director, and producer who stars in the Netflix series, Seven Seconds. Please welcome Regina King. to have you. It's so good to be back. This is... Wow, I... Can I tell you, Seven Seconds is one of those shows that you... You know, like, Netflix will catch you sometimes because you, you just watch a show, then it goes, like, recommend, recommend. And I saw Seven Seconds and I saw your face and I started watching the show and I was not ready for how intense and amazing the show is. Yeah, it's pretty intense. It really it is. Like, just... If you give us a, a light breakdown of what the story is and, and where it goes... Yes, um, it is about a family who uh, their son has been hit by a police officer, uh, a drive-by, right. if you will, but literally the car hits him and he's left to die and they try to cover it up. And it's my character in particular just knows that something is not right about it. And um, as you follow her, it's her trying to get justice for her son. And um, you have to watch it, if you haven't, to see what happens. But it, it definitely is telling a story about things that are going on right now. I mean, it's interesting that you, you know, showed, which I loved uh, the, 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 I don't know his name, but the strong safety from the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, yeah, Eagles. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, Malcolm Jenkins, yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. No, yeah. I, and you know, what, you know what's powerful about the story is that it, it really captures the human element of a very difficult story to tell. Because in the story, I, I will only spoil the beginning of, of the first episode for you, and that is that the police officer makes a mistake. Yeah. He makes a mistake, and it's a story of how the cover-up 
really does make what happened worse because he made a mistake and because his officers are involved in something shady, they're, they're afraid of how this will look. And right. so they cover it up and it becomes worse. And you have these families embroiled. Everyone has stories. Everyone has secrets that they're secrets. trying to keep. And that, that really makes it uh, worse. How do you think, like, the success of the show was defined by the humanity of every single one of the characters? Um, because I, I, one, the first thing is the fact that Venus Ood, who's the creator, she, instead of making it be, um, a child that was shot by a police officer, right. it was a child that was hit by right, a police right, right. officer and then this story of a cover-up. So that's where I think the humanity comes in and the choices that we make and us being a product of our choices. Right. And that's what, um, I, I guess made, uh, allowed people to see, um, it from a more um, human perspective, right, right. you know? And that, that really is, I think, what makes Seven Seconds so successful. That combined with the amazing acting. You're phenomenal in it. Oh, thank you. I know the Emmys are coming up, and honestly, it, like, you have won two Emmys. I see a third in your future. Oh. It, is, it is genuinely phenomenal, phenomenal oh. acting. Over, over, over time, you know, as, as an actor in Hollywood, you've slowly seen a shift in how actors of color have been recognized for their work, you know? All too often, I've heard people say, like, oh, Regina King, she's really come out of nowhere, and she's... And you're just like, especially for black people, you go, like, from nowhere? But, like, <laughs> you mean our lives? Right. What do you mean nowhere? <laughs> it, it doesn't feel like that change is finally gaining traction, you know? Do, do you feel like there's a shift in the right direction? Um, sure, and I think that... <laughs> 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 um, I think television. It, it, we're, Interesting. Yeah, I, right. I think television has uh, uh, been responsible for a bit of a sh- I mean, just right. the fact that I'm sitting here with you and how you were the one that the baton was passed to. Right, right, right. Is an example of that there has been this shift in TV and, 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 and uh, creators and television are having opportunities to tell stories that mirror what's going on uh-huh. in life. So I, I say sure because I think we've got a long way to go. It's, definitely. Yeah. No, definitely. Yeah. And I, I think a lot of that long way uh, will be, I, re- I really think, inspired by the fact that uh, people of color are now gaining equity because sure. somebody like yourself is a really well-known actor who has killed the game for a long time. You've been amazing. Thank and now you. we see you directing, we see you producing. You directed your very first pilot. Yes. Which is, I mean, congratulations Thank on that. Thank you. That is Thank phenomenal. You. Thank you. But you also directed shows like This Is Us. You know, you, you, you've been out there. Was it ever a choice? Did someone ever say to you, hey, Regina, do you want to direct or do you want to act? Was, was that ever a choice that was put in front of you? No, that was not a choice that was put in front of me. That was um, a desire and s- some examples that were uh, uh, before me. You know, Marla Gibbs was a huge example. And I think a lot of people, she doesn't get the credit that she deserves because she was one of the first that was... Um, uh, producing and starring right. and sold her own show. You know, 227 was a show, was a stage play that she took to NBC and, and sold it. And um, so I got to have a front row seat to see a woman do that. Right. And uh, so I, I kind of feel like it was, it was in me to desire to have more ownership and more of a presence than just an actor. Although I love acting, I would, I will never stop doing it, but I know that, um, there's ways that I can bring opportunities to tell our stories right. even more and in a more present way. Do you, do you ever feel that it's hard? Because honestly, I, I cannot stress enough how talented you are 
as an actor. I mean, um, everything from the boondocks through to seven seconds. You're phenomenal. So is there ever a moment where you're directing somebody and then you're just like, just do it like this and then go out in front there? Like, is there ever that moment where you're like, just do it! Do it the way I would... You know what? Roll on me. Roll on me. (laughs) Is that ever a feeling that you have or do you completely separate yourself and change your role? Um, yes, I, I really try. I've had some really great mentors as directors, and it's really important to not because I know what I don't want right. as an actor. Right. I don't want a director to give me a line read or, you know, tell me that say it like this. Right. I, I don't want that. So I really am conscious of that. But I will say there are times that I am um, behind the camera and the actors are just so amazing and they're so great. And I want to jump in there and be in the scene and act with them. <laughs> <laughs> so I do have those moments. Um, I'm excited to see what you're going to be doing next. Seven Seconds is an amazing, amazing story that you're telling. Uh, good luck for the Emmys that are coming up. Thank, Thank you for you. being on the show with us again. Thank you. Seven Seconds is available on Netflix. Please, trust me, you want to watch it. Regina King, everybody. The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Ears Edition. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and the Comedy Central app. Watch full episodes and videos at thedailyshow.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And subscribe to The Daily Show on YouTube for exclusive content and more. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.